0: Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 109th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. If you have not already, please go to my newest site, pokercoaching.com, and check it out. There I have a lot of interactive hand quizzes that you will thoroughly enjoy if you like Weekly Poker Hand. And given how we are 109 episodes in, hopefully you're enjoying this podcast. If you're not, feel free to stop listening. All right, so here we are playing a 2000 euro buy in tournament. We have ace three offsuit on the button. Not really a great hand, but we'll see what happens. Everyone is going to fold to me. Blinds are 1000, 2000. If you're watching the video on jonathanlowpoker.com or YouTube, you can always see the blinds at the top right hand corner. Sometimes they get covered up by the graphics. And with ace three offsuit on the button, I'm usually going to raise. I think min raising is fine. Also 2.5 big blinds is fine. Typically you want to be min raising when the players in the blinds will fold very often or when they will call very often and then check fold the flop every time they miss. If they're going to be calling a lot and then check raising the flop a ton, leading the turn or leading the flop a turn, what am I saying? (laughs) If they're going to be leading the flop a lot or check raising the flop a lot, there we go, we got it. Um, that is a spot where you want to be raising a little bit bigger because you want to discourage that. It's a tongue twister. Anyway, I make it 4,000 from the button out of my 80,000 stack. Only a 50-year-old player in the small blind calls. Flop comes ace, 4, 3. They give me the nuts right here on the flop. That's always nice of them. Um, my opponent checks. And here I have to ask myself, if I bet, what am I trying to get called by? I'm trying to get called by an ace or a pair or a draw. I'm not really trying to get called by king high or eight seven or pocket sevens at this point. I'm really just trying to get full value from a a top pair or better for the most part or hand like five, four. So when my opponent checks, I decide to bet 7,200 into the 12,700 pot, And I think this is good. I don't really need to bet too small in this spot because if my opponent has nothing, he's going to fold pretty much no matter what I do. So we are just going to bet our two pair purely for value and hope to get paid off. opponent does call which is great we have to assume we're ahead almost every time turns another ace and now we just know we're ahead so my opponent checks again on the turn and now what am i trying to get called by well if he happened to stick around with king high i definitely want to keep that around and if he had a pair like pocket sevens which i do think would fold the flop a lot of the time but if he did have that i think we can make a small bend get called from that as well it's important to realize that Whenever you give your opponent a flop check calling range, you have to understand that you could be wrong sometimes. And you should usually factor that into the decision. Um, So, if I was only trying to get called by an ace, which I do think is a lot of my opponent's range, I should certainly just bet big, right? The pot's 27,000, I could bet 24,000, and my opponent's never going to fold if he has an ace. But he could be sitting here with a flush draw, and he could also be sitting here with a hand like 5-4 or... Um, five, three or pocket five, something like that and easily stick around if I bet small. So this is a spot where if my opponent does have an ACE, I'm not really so concerned with not getting a ton of value from it. And if my opponent does have a very junky hand, I really want to figure out how to get some value from that. So my opponent checks and I bet 10,200 into the 27,100 pot. And I like this play. I think that if we bet much bigger, like say we bet 24,000, we're only going to get called by very good hands Uh, We could bet something like 14,000, but I think then that may start inducing our opponent to fold those marginal made hands I just listed. So I'm trying to get value from the ace and also the junk. Make sure you are always trying to get value from the junk. When you're value betting, you want to get called by junk. So play in that manner. And to my surprise, my opponent check raises all in, which is obviously great for me. We lose to exactly ace four and that's it we are loving it (laughs) this is about as good of a situation as we could possibly hope for so obviously we're going to call but let's try to give our opponent a check shoving range in the spot imagine he has six five of spades should he check shove here i think the answer is definitely not because i'm primarily going to be calling with aces and better so he's getting it in behind so check raising draws doesn't really make a lot of sense what if he has ace king does check raising make much sense I don't really think so because I'm going to be paying off those with a river bet if I have any ace anyway unless I have maybe exactly ace two or ace five or ace six. So I don't think check raising those hands makes much sense either. A lot of tongue twisters today. Um, What if he has ace five for ace with a pretty bad kicker? Does check shoving make much sense? I think absolutely not. He will make me fold my draws but he's also going to get it all in dead every time. So whenever I have a better ace than him so i do not think check raising that makes makes much sense either so really this check raise does not make much sense for any part of my opponent's range because notice if he he has a full house he doesn't want me to fold and this may let me fold if he has a good ace he's going to scare off a lot of the draws that are drawing thin and gives me the chance to hero fold if i have ace two if he has ace five he is always going to get called when he's crushed He does make the draws fold there, but even then, that's not really your main concern because the draws are not drawing incredibly live. So all in all, this just doesn't make much sense for my opponent. But I'm calling, obviously. We're thrilled to call, happy as can be. And the opponent shows up with a six. And this hand was not really an example of how I should play my hand, but more so an example of what my opponent did very wrong. And I think check raising here with the ace six is a particularly bad play because I'm going to be folding the under pairs. So those are the hands that my opponent's beats. I'm going to be calling every time with a better ace, as I did here. And the draws that are going to fold probably had about 25% or less equity anyway. So those hands were not in good shape. So you don't really mind check calling and giving them the opportunity to bluff. So I think this was a pretty pretty big blunder by my opponent check jamming here. If I was in my opponent's shoes, I probably would have just three-bet preflop. But if I did call preflop, I would have check called flop, check called turn, check called river, and probably not gotten stacked. I would have lost a lot of chips because whenever you make trips, you are going to lose a lot of chips. But I don't think I would have gotten stacked in this hand. If you rewind it a little bit you'll see that on the river i would have had more than a pot size bet with my ace three so i probably would have ended up betting something like 70 percent pot on the river and that would not have stacked my opponent so i think he made a pretty big error here by check jamming so make sure you do not do that always ask which hands can call me if i shove and if the answer is only hands that beat me then you usually do not want to be shoving that's gonna be it for this episode of weekly poker hand i want to thank you for being here with me today again if you have not already please check out pokercoaching.com i've put a lot of effort into it and my students are loving it if you want to improve your poker skills i think it is an excellent way to go about doing that so check that out and i will talk to you next week